Hey guys, it's Mike here from Medic Materials Podcast. And what do EMS providers like more than coffee and liquor? Well, that's a fucking t-shirt. So go over to medicmaterials.com forward slash merch and pick up your donut IV t-shirt right now. It is my favorite t-shirt. I wear it all the time to show my support and love for the podcast. You guys can too. Pick up yours today, medicmaterials.com forward slash merch. Listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. We have a, uh, a very stacked show tonight in that I think it's the, the fullest panel we've had in quite a while. Uh, it's going to take me like five minutes to introduce everybody, but that's okay. Uh, Gerard, the original mm. OG. How are you, mm. sir? Oh, I'm... I'm- doing just fine how y'all doing how's how's it feel to be back in uh the the bastions of freedom how's it smell down there it smells like seawater all right but but it feels good it feels good there yeah you go. we had a beautiful sunny day about 75 degrees nice must be yeah. nice must be nice. Kind of though. Yeah. <laughs> uh we have uh we have the Maha Witcher with us. Witcher? Witcher. Witcher. I'll hit myself on that one already. <laughs> already. 30 seconds of this show, he's already busted himself. I know, it's terrible. I was listening to old shows today, and the buzzer, like, I, I just, I buzzed myself before I even said a word. Because I knew I was going to fuck it up. I was like, yep, nope, I'm just... Uh, ding. <laughs> um, Miss Emily. I heard himself today, too. Oh, giggity. Oh. We, we, will get to, we will get to the Phil Foundation, but Emily, surprise entry for tonight's, uh, tonight's recording. Mm. How are you? Yes, I wasn't expecting How are you? Oh, just peachy and ducky and so excited that you're here. Again, we, we were not expecting you, and I, I was very surprised and shocked. And I was like, yay, she's going to be here. Um, I was like, oh, man, it's going to be close. It, it was close. <laughs> but, uh, 
But we have to we have to uh, come together as a group and a family and love and uh, Phil Foundation. I put together something spectacular just for you and your accomplishments today. So in in honor of the Phil Foundation, I give to you. the champion baby oh. <laughs> oh we should have got him little creamers oh yeah we gonna put, him, we're gonna put him on his head <laughs> cream always rises cream to the always top. rises to the top, <laughs> to the top. <laughs> um so uh so yeah phil uh congratulations on being uh Whatever champion you you decided to be today. Wow! God damn! Congratulations on whatever you did today. Whatever whatever you did today, good for you. No, he's not. She's not. <laughs> yep, showing wow. showing the true colors he's tonight. Horrible. Are you are you getting a poster for this one too? Or no, I do oh, have a poster. Um, oh, pictures. I there there's two. Did you get right. video so we can watch it? We need, we need pictures. And if there is video, I can get pictures from the video. Okay, and we, we can go, make we a can, calendar. We can make a poster. Oh, calendar. calendar. You should make a poster. Fill for every day. That that the was Phil calendar. Oh my yes. god. That'd be wild. Medic materials calendar for Phil. So so because somebody didn't actually, you know, <laughs> two shits enough to find out what the fuck it was for. Oh, Why don't you tell us what you want an award for? That's today? what I was trying to do. I just suck at hosting. We all know this. Phil, talk. <laughs> well, talk now. Oh, oh. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> do the talky thing out your mouth. I played first in my 185 weight class, which is the hardest fucking cut I have ever done in my life because I was 227 pounds before for my powerlifting meet today. Mm. Wow, what awesome. you do? Uh, 205 Whoa. for bench and 355 for deadlift. Yep. Excellent. I, I couldn't do that. First? Nope. And then almost fucking died on my last deadlift, but we're just going to forget about that. Did you win? I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, that's that's the information that people need. He got he got he got a medal. He got, he got a, a medal. medal. It's in my car. Right. If you want to see it. Well, when's the drive home? Uh, nine, tomorrow, nine tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. We're on the wrong goddamn day, aren't we? Yeah, God yeah. We are on the wrong goddamn day. I was gonna say, well, dude, you're right. We're, this should be around your neck right now. That's right. You need to take every call. Look that's what right. I did today. I mean, I'll go, oh, I'll go and put it on if you want. I have the belt in my car, too. Oh, oh, oh dude. 
Dude, yes, please. Go. go. Absolutely. Tyrus, oh. that should have been. That, that already should have been on there. That should have I know. been. He, like, he was not prepared. And boom, there he is. <laughs> fucking production quality, man. We got to we gotta get the game up. Yeah, well, you know. It, he should have had his fucking, he should have had his shit ready to go. It, we should have. I didn't even think about it. You know, it is, it is what it is. But, uh, but as always, you know, we, we are live here tonight. Uh, we, uh, I was, I was away, uh, last night, so we couldn't do it on the, on the Friday stream. So here we are on, on Saturday. Um, but, uh, what was that? How'd the Mets do? Uh, they lost of course, because I was there and, you know, I, I paid money to see them. So the fucking assholes lost. So but, on that uh, post, you know, about me being home, she's like, boo. I went, oh, you're at the Mets game too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was, it was slightly, the boys had fun. Uh, it, it really sucked. Cause like the, um, uh, it, there was like an hour and a half rain delay. So the game that should have started at like seven ten didn't start until almost eight fifty. So like that kind of sucked. So the game didn't actually end until almost midnight. Cause then it was wow. a drawn out game and yeah, it was, but we in the but, city or making home. No, no, I drove it, it. So I found out it's a four hour drive to city sure field. It's now a four. Yeah. It's, it sucks. It sucks. But yeah. uh, but it it is what it is. So uh, we have to welcome uh, our our peeps in the stream. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, WW2 girls here with us. Stacy's here with us, and uh, the Mac is back the Mac in the here? stream. Oh, so we're we're throwing out a Ric Flair on that Whoa. one. And maybe maybe I'll give him yeah a yeah as well. Uh, so. Uh, Let's get down into the rig check, and then um, we'll start this uh, this call that I have for you guys today. Oh yeah! So, guys, I uh, I want to help. I, I want to remind you guys that you guys can help support the stream and the growth of the podcast by sharing it across all of your. Uh, social media networks and all your social media accounts. Invite your friends and your coworkers to join the Facebook page or the group. And if that isn't your cup of tea, there's a link in the description down below that you can tip us directly. That always helps uh, and is always much appreciated. Our brand new medic potato, uh, medic. Mat- I'm terrible at speaking tonight. Dude. Apparently, Ow. Uh, just yeah, fuck it all. Um, just sit on the buzzer, dude. <laughs> Just sit on it. At least you get some enjoyment out of it. I know, right? Um, our brand new medic potato. Damn it, I did again! Wow. <laughs> I fucking don't even know the name of his own no, company. This is this is what happened, Gerard, when you don't allow me to drink every night anymore. All right, this is your fault. I, l- I, I unlearned <laughs> English. All right. But uh, our merch page is up right now for you guys to check out. Visit medicmaterials.com slash merch. There's stickers, there's water bottles, there's awesome new t-shirts. And uh, most importantly, there's the fucking cronut. So, uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, go grab yourself a goddamn fucking cronut. And you, you know, better do that shot. because um, mm-hmm. I might be doing something very interesting in, um, in maybe a sweepstakes or, you know, oh. something. Oh. With not oh. not what you were thinking, you dirty bastard. Uh, I was like, well, it does have a hole in it. <laughs> it does have a hole in it, but uh, those mm-hmm. I, I want to thank uh, 
Gerard, I, I have to shout out uh, your fiance Tammy. She's the one that makes us the exclusive cronuts. Uh, so mm. support her, support us. Buy yourself a fucking cronut. Please. All right? And, Make her happy. Um, yeah. Lastly. Just spare me the rod. <laughs> Uh, lastly, I got to give our shout outs this month to our listeners in Wyoming and France and our newest Patreons, Chris and Susan. Thank you guys for all the continued, uh, you know, support and following us on this absolutely incredible ride. We are nearing 20,000 downloads for the podcast. We've been here for four seasons and no matter if like you're an OG or like Gerard and I, or you're just joining us. You guys are equally amazing, and we love each and every single one of you. So, um, twenty thousand people just heard you eat that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. Twice. Twice. <laughs> I'm yeah. the same word uh, uh, <laughs> of my own company, right? And uh, I'll, yeah, he made. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take myself twice. Why not? <laughs> Do that again. Do it again. Um. So give me 15 minutes to cut that out. <laughs> so let's dive into this call review here, guys. Um, your guys' system. Uh, this call is taking place in a mostly rural district. It's covered by a town BLS ambulance service who runs one rig daily uh, that's staffed with two EMT basics. Um, ALS is provided by a neighboring town who offers a paramedic staffed ambulance under a mutual aid agreement. That always right. works out. Here. It always works out. Like, yeah, we don't need to do transport. What flawless? That's how it should always be. Absolutely right. Um, the uh, the hospitals in the area. There are multiple hospitals within this immediate area. There is a four bed critical access center, fifteen minutes from the scene. Yeah, we don't. Definitely got to go there, right? No. Um, there's a local community hospital about forty minutes away from this scene. And there's a larger community hospital that has cardiac uh, capabilities like PCI about an hour and 15 from this, uh, from this scene. All right. So you guys are going to oh, be shit, shit and meh. Yes, exactly. Okay. Shit, shit, shit and meh. It's... meh. Yeah. Um, okay. So you guys are going to be dispatched a priority one or a Delta priority. To a uh, local residence for a 48-year-old female with chest, back, and abdominal pain. The BLS agency is dispatched as well as the neighboring ALS agency. So, I always throw out a question here in the beginning. With complaints such as chest, back, abdo pain from a female. Mm-hmm. Gerard, you said it sounds automatically like an MI cardiac. Is that something that you guys automatically go to, or is That's there like something that else that you're going to go to and then kind of figure your way out from there? With this one, that's where I'm starting. Yeah, I always rule out cardiac first and then go go down the list from there. For the worst, hope for the best. Yeah, I I think you know, especially with all of those in a female, you're like, yep, screams cardiac. Why don't we rule out cardiac first? All right. I, I 100% agree. So, yeah, unless she was hit by a truck before we got there, it says, oh, my, you know. And, you right. Know, she's got yeah. like multiple gunshot wounds. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, yeah, let's get the 12 week going. Right. Exactly. So, uh, give the, me a blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and that causes the power of flight. So, <laughs> um, 
the uh, the the Beals. What the fuck just happened to Phil? Uh, Phil turned just into a CPR dummy with really creepy eyes. That's what he did. It's fabulous internet service. I'm running off of uh, my hotspot because the service here is a little iffy. I and I also love how on the stream, because his picture changed, it also changed Phil to the Maha and the Maha to Phil. I'm, I'm uh, Phil. And now they're back. Right, here we go. I'm back to Maha. Uh, what are you doing? See who you turn into. Yeah, right. <laughs> next magic trick. <laughs> So I gotta um, give the bell to you, Butch. I'm sorry. The uh oh no! Oh, here I go again. Jesus fucking Christ! What the hell is going on? What? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cup and ball game. It's like where are we now? Turk, what's gonna happen if I get booted off the stream? Is the whole thing gonna explode? It's gonna all explode. Everything's gonna go yeah. everywhere, dude. It's, it's put totally that creepy fun. fuck on there. Get change. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the, uh, the Beelis crew arrives on the scene a, uh, a short while after dispatch and they grab their first in bag and they walk towards the house. They're met by a woman who's speaking very broken, hard to understand English. Uh, this woman tells the crew to follow her into the house and then guides them to a back bedroom to meet their actual patient. The, uh, the, the EMTs enter the bedroom and they find an adult female sitting in bed with her legs out in front of her. They introduce themselves and begin talking with, you know, with her to identify like chief complaint. Why are they actually here? Um, straight out in front of her? Yes. Or like, nope. Straight out in front of her. Okay. Um, you know, laterally. The, uh, yeah, you know, my, my medical anatomical correct. You know, <laughs> hey, you know. Um, the, uh, the woman tells the crew that she's experiencing sharp stabbing, constant pain to the left side of her abdomen, just under her rib cage. So the upper left, you know, quadrant, uh, this pain started a few days ago and has been intermittent, but has aggressively increased in severity since yesterday evening. Um, so the primary EMT walks up to her. To begin their, you know, physical exam. They find that she's conscious, alert, oriented times four. She's able to answer all questions. Airway is open. It's clear of any fluid or debris. Breathing is slightly tachypnic, but does not appear labored. Lung sounds are taken in the primary, which kudos to them. Um, clear and equal. All fields by lat. Peripheral pulses are present and strong. She appears pale in color, and That's she and she tells the EMS crew that she feels feverish. But when they actually do, you know, hey, let me feel your forehead, let me feel your arm, she feels normal in temperature to the touch of the EMS crew. So mm. does anything kind of, like, stick out in your mind with this initial, like, primary presentation with the chief complaint of this? Really sharp stabbing, constant left upper quadrant pain. It's feeling like I, I'm kind of still going down that same path. Mm. It's actually just kind of solidifying it for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, if she's pale, there has there has to be a circulatory issue. Right. Some, yeah, right. That's a perfusion the thing, issue. Thing, there's something going on either with the pumps or with the pipes that's not perfusing the skin enough. 
The only thing that's throwing me off is that, uh, uh, what was the, shit, my bad. Um, what? I'm drawing a fucking blank. The, the last uh, thing you said that she was mentioning that kind of just was like mentioned in fantasy. So, she felt she feeling, she's feeling feverish. Feverish. That's yeah, right. Not. I don't know. Wow. That just, See, I'm telling you, no more Saturdays, right? We, we, wow. nope, yeah, done. fuck Saturday, man. Fuck Saturday. Saturday <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> Well, I did just drive like 600 miles, so yeah, uh, that yeah. kind of sucks too. But no, yeah, the feverish yeah. thing, I don't know. I might pluck it and file it. But has she, yeah, had, has she had any trauma right. recently that could have caused any problems? So there, there's no identifiable trauma. There's no any trauma reported to this. Is she uh, so they end up going there, uh, but she denies everything, as as we'll find out in a little, little bit. Nurse. Nurse. She's a... She's, uh, what, what? I'm thinking. Wet bandage. Glucose. <laughs> Let's go down our, go down mean, our, our checklist. Honestly, if she's pale and, like, diaphoretic, I feel like she probably would feel like she has a fever, which could be a, like, Phil said, a circulatory issue or a perfusion issue. That's kind of like a false positive for her. Right. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's... It's kind of these, like, it's definitely an interesting group of symptoms because nothing really yeah. sticks out except for that pale color, right? We we understand that's right. a perfusion issue, right? You don't just get pale because nothing's wrong, right? Right. So um, the uh, while this primary EMT is conducting their, you know, initial exam, there... She's not emo, right? What was that? She's not emo, right? No, she didn't paint it on. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, but hey, you never know. Really good thought. I, I'm okay. You walk in, you see a bunch of Evanescence posters. Hey, maybe you know. Ha. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, there the the primary EMT's uh, partner goes and gathers a full set of vital signs. Right, first set of vital signs. Blood pressure via the manual cuff is uh, one six zero over eight zero. Hmm. Okay. Heart rate of ninety, strong and regular via palp. Okay. Respiratory rate of 22 and regular. Me no likey. SBO2 of 97% on the room air. Temperatures. I'm, I'm starting to reach for the bullshit flag. Hold on. Temperatures also taken and returns is 98.9 Fahrenheit via the, you know, temporal scanner probe. Not the, yeah, not the zapper. Go ahead. What, what is, what is. Oh, the... so I got my hand on the bullshit flag. Let's okay. Get a 12 okay. Um, the, uh, we go back to the primary EMT and they're going to attempt to try and investigate like this chest and back pain. Right. So, um, they, they're asking like, what the heck has been going on the last couple days? And she tells them that this morning she felt pain across her chest, but that has since gone away, but currently is feeling pain between her shoulder blades. She denied any. Yep. So, so this morning she was having pain across the chest. Right. That's that's gone. Now it's directly between the shoulder blades. Um. Mm. Let's see. Right, and then they die. Yes. You know a thing or two. Thing or two. She. um, Let's see. Uh, She's currently feeling pain between her shoulder blades. She denied any previous medical history. So no respiratory, no cardiac, no nothing. Does, How old is she again? 
48? 48. Oh, okay. Let's see. Just to confirm that. Uh, yes, 48. Um, denied any previous medical history, does not take any meds, and has no allergies to food or meds. Poker? Uh, Is she an alcoholic? So I don't have any tobacco or alcohol information for you guys that couldn't tell you. Birth control. So also should have been brought up birth control. I don't know if it was and just not reported to me, but not, not brought up. Um, plane fly by. That's uh, that's the Maha Butchie's road next to his house. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> Paul Walker. It's 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 Fast and Furious Saturday, so <laughs> yeah, I was say, the ghost of Paul Walker uh, haunts the street. Right. So yeah. she also tells the EMTs that uh, three or so times over the previous couple of days, she had times of nausea and vomiting but was concerned that some of her vomit appeared bright red. She has not been vomiting today, but is slightly nauseous. Also reported that she has not eaten since yesterday as her pain just increased, um, but said that when she did eat some, uh, some like brothy soup yesterday, her pain did slightly subside. Poop. So, new information... Thoughts or so she could poop. I mean, like, has she pooped recently and what did it look like? So poop is loose. Not that I have a fetish, but I just actually would like to know. Poop is poop is loose, but normally poop is loose. Poop is loose. Uh, Poop is loose, but it is it is like normal in color. Okay, so little little diarrhea. But not, not like black and tarry diarrhea. Gotcha. Okay. What about urine output? Was never asked. Okay. So thoughts. There's a lot of, lot of information that we're given, and it's kind of scattered all over the fucking place. I'm I'm still like holding the MI thing here, but I'm starting to kind of play with other things what kind of I other really things like how i just did yeah. that but okay Car- cardiac I'm, I'm still i'm still on cardiac but splenic rupture possibly i was thinking something, something. Aortic, aortic, rupture? aortic tear i mean yeah there so you know, some kind of some kind of aortic tear or something, you know, right now. I can I can one hundred percent positively report it is not a UTI. And I don't know. know we don't know alcohol usage, past alcohol usage. We do not. I mean now now you now you're vomiting up blood, so what meds did she take? Pharisees or GIL no meds, no history. No, no meds, meds, no history. history. Yep. Doesn't and mean she doesn't have a history. There you go. 
Right. Yeah. Well, that's it. Does she actually go to the doctor to find out if she's got uncontrolled hypertension and you know, all this other bullshit? Right. But I also like, you know, I also like the Maha's take in that, like, maybe thinking like esophageal varices, right? Maybe there's something higher in the GI tract that's going on. Right. I mean, she's 48 years old. Who knows? She's not. I mean, history of bulimia or something. She's been yakking her guts off for years, trying to, you know, fit in with the in crowd. All of a sudden, she's developed wow, these varices. And now she's, hey, well, hey, you know, it's, it's what we do. It's, I mean, you don't even need vomiting Bravo for years. Is going like, if dark. She's vomiting for weeks, that could cause. Exactly, right? Yeah. All that wrenching, so, that's going to cause damage, yeah. right? right? So, yeah. wrenching too, along with the wrenching. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, you got in there with the ten millimeter socket. Yeah, if you could dodge your you could dodge your wrench, you could dodge your bill. That's, That's absolutely right. right. So M, are you thinking anything specific? Because you, you have your thinking face on. I don't know. It's it's kind of I want hardcore, you know, I always like to tell people like patients lie. So take what they have to say, but take it with a grain of salt. I want cold hard facts. Like I want to do an assessment, I want vitals, I want an EKG. There's still more to find out, right? Um, so the uh, Hold on. Phil, don't don't choke, champ. You don't can, choke on a douche flu. You you can't. You, the, Hail to the champion, baby! He can't. He can't die. <laughs> I mean, I almost did earlier, but we're gonna forget about he's that. Like, part. He's like, he's like, like Butch from Pulp Fiction. You know, he like smokes a fucking pack of cigarettes, goes out, one hit, lays a dude out, kills him, goes back got his champ thing on just you know smoking away just chilling it, it doesn't help that all i smell is ammonia like that is what's getting me that's, that's not good dude that, that that could be an issue well you can have whatever this chick has if you there there might be a specific cause that phil's leaving out right <laughs> you ever been woken up with smelling salts nah can't say that i have it is the worst thing in the world did you did you get knocked out today? I So I vagled myself out. So what happened was I went for my last deadlift. I locked my knees. Because uh -huh. he's a fucking idiot. And I'm, you know, 370. I'm like, I'm straining. And I can like, you know. Yeah. Yep. So I drop it. I fail the lift. And my spotter grabs me by the lifting belt and like stands me up. Like, you know. Dude. Wow. I don't feel so. Dude, flex the fuck out. <laughs> Have another energy wow. drink. So they come over and they're, you know, they, you know how you're supposed to like crack the top of the smelling salts and like. They just oh no. shoved it right in your nose. Huh? They opened the entire fucking thing and just stuck it right under my nose. Wow. That's, that's healthy. Right. Hey. And you know, I, I, I hear it with I'm awake now. They're like smelling it. Phil, oh. uh, Phil, at least. You have to be thankful that this wasn't in Gerard's neck of the woods because they would have uh cracked you. I would have got like you the milk. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the milk. They would have given you the milk. <laughs> Through the quick drink. <laughs> so so uh getting getting back on task here. The uh, the secondary EMT heads heads on out of the house, and uh, they grab the stair chair and set up the stretcher to begin the process of extrication. Um, 
And um, while inside, she she requests with the um, uh, with the primary EMT that she wants to go to the local hospital that's forty minutes away, that local community hospital, right? So we have EKG capability. Uh, it's it's coming in the next two paragraphs because the medic is now arriving on the scene. So right. while this while this secondary EMT is getting extrication, you know, equipment and stuff, the ALS ambulance arrives on the scene. The uh, yes. Can she walk? Yes. I mean, she physically can walk. Do we want, do is we, it a mile to the fucking rig? Do we want her to walk? I, has she been has she been walking around for the past three days, four days? I couldn't tell you. Can we Probably. get to the ambulance quicker than waiting for whatever he's getting a fucking reeve or whatever the hell he's getting? But what happens if she's having the giant stemmy and then you make her walk twelve steps yeah, and she uh-huh. dies? Uh, Fuck it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> And she gets wild electricity. That's what you're going to do. Are her legs still like... It was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. What was that, Phil? Are her legs still doing the whole like exorcist thing? No, no. They're like straight out in front of her. Like she's sitting up in bed with her legs outstretched in front of her. I thought you meant she was like sitting in a chair and she's just holding her legs up. No, 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 no. No, she's in bed like like, under the covers. Just laying there. That would have been my first fucking question if I walked in. <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck? What, what's going on down here? Like, <laughs> where do you guys? You guys saw before. That's how it got there. So, so yeah. So we, we don't have to worry about her legs. There's no, there's no weird exorcism. You're getting ready to compete against the uh, Phil. Uh, all right. <sighs> okay. Let's see. So the um. The medic and the EMT get out of their rig. They have a quick chat with the uh, with the EM like the BLS EMT that's out there, and that EMT tells them like all of what they found until they left. They give the the full report outside of the house. So medic grabs their cardiac monitor, walks into the house. They uh, they go right up to the to the patient. They start asking the pregnancy questions like, "Hey, are you pregnant?" No. Is there a chance of pregnancy? No. Um, They don't ask for like, you know, any type of, you know, like hysterectomy or any type of like, you know, pregnancy history, nothing like that. Um, And uh, then they also start, you know, asking down the route again of like, do you have any abdominal, you know, history, any surgeries? No. Any cardiac problems? No. Everything's a no. So, medic connects her to the cardiac monitor. Initial rhythm uh, from the four-lead EKG shows sinus in the 90s. They run an immediate 12-lead. They find no ST elevations or depressions, just sinus rhythm. So, at this point in time, the equipment for extrication is back in the house. And... The EMTs help her, you know, stand up, sit down, get her all, you know, attached to the she stair chair. collapses and dies. Oh, right? No. Dies. dies. I got I to get that soundtrack from the Croods. That will be great. Where Nick Cage just goes, and they die. It would be great. Um, she's moved outside on the stair chair, 
placed on the stretcher, and then moved on into the rig. Once inside the ambulance, the paramedic steps in, asks her how severe her left upper quadrant abdominal pain is. And she goes, in 8 on 10, it's still very sharp, it's very constant, plus my back hurts. About the same. And the medic then goes, well, I'm willing to give you fentanyl for pain. And she goes, oh, I don't want it. Yes, drug. Does anybody ever ask her to describe what the pain feels like? Sharp, stabbing, constant. Sharp, stabby, no terry, no nothing like that. No terry, okay. no nothing. No diffuse All right. pinpoint. Okay. All right. Um, so medic says, hey, I'll give you some fentanyl for pain. She goes, well, I'd rather not. Um, and proceeds to tell a story that says my grandmother was given fentanyl in the hospital. And then, you know, a couple hours later she died. So I just want to stay away from it. So she was 97 and in the hospital. Probably. Okay. Right. So with, so the medic goes with no further explanations or conversations with this lady goes, all right, cool. You guys got this one and steps out. Wait, what? And <laughs> wait, what just happened? And I was so enamored with, with, with the size of Phil's thermos, I could have sworn you just said the medic surface. That's what I thought I heard too. So, for those that were staring at the girth of uh, Phil's water oh, bottle, that, that was a two hander. Um, Look at that thing. God damn, that's sexy. <laughs> I, I did not stutter when I said the, uh, the medic looks at the primary BLS EMT, says, yeah, you guys are good. Um, she doesn't want fentanyl. You guys have a good transport and steps Wait, no, out. Hold on. That, that, that's when EMT goes, no, 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 no I, I'm not good. No, that's you not true. Heard me say that. Everything, and they say, "Oh no, I got this. I've been doing this for years." Sure. Right? People exactly. <laughs> so, There's something going on. You're not pale for no reason, unless you're fucking Count Dracula, who never goes outside. And you, and you wonder why we don't get any respect. Mm. There you go. I give you Exhibit A, Your Honor. Let's let's pause for a second. Yeah. I think everybody in the room is not okay with the fact that the medic turf this. So nah. like is other than other than there's obviously something going on here. Do you guys have any, you know, like thoughts the in your mind? That, the fact that I don't know what's going on is all the more reason to stay. And yeah, I mean I'm thinking like you know, it could it could be the unbelievable fucking super rare end STEMI that you know every fucking hospital stamps on somebody. Um, but I mean, it very well could be this. Right. This could actually be the unicorn, you know, um, or it could be something else. It could be something you know with one of her organs, or you know, some kind of fucking weird GI issue. I don't, I don't know. If if only you know? we could, if only we could test them in the field for troponins. Hmm. hmm. M, what, what are you thinking? I mean, I don't think I would take that as a BLS provider. Thinking as a BLS provider. Um, but 
I don't think sitting, if we have a 40 minute transport, like let's go. I, that's just to the non-cardiac hospital. Right. No, that they have a PCI. No, that's the hour and a half They're, one. That, that's the hour and 15 minutes. They, they are transporting to the oh. local community, you know, 40 minute yeah. away hospital that just does some uh, stuff. Maybe not then. Maybe not. I'd push yeah. that a little harder then. Well, and that's it. So, like, we all kind of agree that this is, you know, the place where the EMT's like, yo, um, no. Like, something's going on. As as Emily says in numerous episodes, patient advocacy here comes yeah. high on the priority are they, list. Are they able to transmit the EKG? Yes. So why not transmit it and get, get somebody on the phone and say, hey, I'm sending this to you. Can you get someone that actually knows what the fuck they're doing to come take a look at it? Because they turfed it BLS already and said, know. peace, and bro. I would, I would find another agency one way be like, you need to come in my rig. And, I agree. And I agree. I don't know if I'd sit there and fight with this paramedic. I mean, obviously, obviously I think that's probably wasting agenda. time. Right. right. But I'm, I'm not giving up on that yet. Now, is it is it one thing to sit there and get like, I'm kind of trying to go through the thought process, put myself in that medics, you know, mindset of like, why are they turfing it? Is it because this lady's had the pain for multiple days? You know, and vital signs are vital signs are fine. Worse. You know, under, it's not the same. Right. Undereducated. He he's undereducated. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, I can agree with all of that. Right. The yeah. pain's changed. It's increasing. But oh, no, it's, there, it's a chronic there was, there problem. No, there were no ST elevations in the French. What about what about our old friend AVL? Couldn't tell you. I I didn't see it. All I all I know is twelve lead had no ST elevations or depressions. Well, okay. So yeah, it's well good for him. Right. Did anybody take a blood sugar? Nope. Nah. Nah. We we don't do blood sugars on this show. Just for Emily's they're sake. They're totally normal. No, they're totally, if they're not altered, why would you do a blood sugar? We're not right. picking up our hands. Ah, whatever. It's fine. So, so as, back to when Emily yelled at me for bringing a drunk to her without a blood sugar. You're welcome. You never did it again. I did not. <laughs> so, what, never took the blood sugar again? Or, yeah. See, I, I, even as an EMT, dude says, You're okay with this, right? I'm like, Literally, like I, I already know me. The first words out of my mouth is, "You're kidding, right?" <laughs> you got some place to be, like you. Bro. That's yeah. a stigma, though. That's a stigma because ask all the EMTs that are like, "Oh, I can handle anything." Like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Agreed. Right. That's the big thing. This is, oh, this is I, I'm good. Our patients deserve better. Yeah. This is outside your scope. You have a higher level of care with yeah. you, and this is not something you send down the chain, dude. Right. Unless you know 100% what's going on and that it's bullshit, then yeah. Well, and that's but, it. But, hey. Like right now, she may be stable and there may be nothing at this point in time, but 10 minutes down the road when she decides to go, and, and now you're fucking you know? And all the more she's complaining of pain. Right. How about, oh, okay, Granny got it fentanyl. Granny, They killed Granny with fentanyl. Okay, how about I try to kill you with morphine? Or maybe I try to kill you with some ketamine. Or maybe I just try to kill you with some tortle. I don't know. Well, let me take some there was of your no pain discussion. away. There was no discussion yeah. about this. Right. There was, oh, I'm going to give you fentanyl. No, I don't want it. Okay, goodbye. So there was right. no other theory on it. So and that's, her that's, right now will support morphine, you know, like. Yeah. 
So, so that is exactly what was in my thought process while I was getting all of this information in that, you know, there literally was like the medic came in was, I'm surprised if they were, if they even thought about giving narcotics for pain, clearly they, they thought, Hey, she probably could use some narcotics for pain management. And then when she's like, Nope, sorry. There again, there was no education. There was no conversation. There was no like, Hey, you know, um, the, you know, what was the story with your grandma? Was she on hospice? Like, was that why they were giving her fentanyl? And then she just passed peacefully. I'm going to give you, you know, micrograms to what they gave your grandma, you know, let's educate the population on this stuff because there's a lot of people out there that are scared of what fentanyl is in the news. Everyone thinks that it's going to immediately kill them. But also right. like educate them. Like, this is how I'm going to monitor you after this is what I can do. If you, if you have negative side effects, of this. Like, <laughs> there's options. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So, so I'm sitting here thinking, Okay, so you don't want to do pain meds. Okay, fentanyl's all you got. You don't want to fucking use it. You don't want to even consider anything else. Okay, well, you have a patient with a systolic of 160, complaining of chest pain, 8 on 10. Okay, nothing showed up on your 12 lead that shows, you know, one side of the heart. How about go ahead and follow your protocol? Here, have some aspirin. Hey, well, let's, do a, let's yeah. do a trial shot of nitro, maybe, so, and see if you get relief. So it's it's really interesting that you brought that up because I was just going through the chat here, and there was a couple interesting different things that were being talked about in the uh, uh, in the chat. In that uh, there was you know uh, discussions about it could be mix of cardiac and GI, um, where their bowel sounds taken. You know, I'm not. I, well, and then what? That again? That's not me. Doctors do, but the the problem with <laughs> bowel sounds is that bowel sounds. You need 15 to 20 minutes well, to listen to them. 20 minutes. It's five minutes in each quadrant. Exactly. Yep. So, like, for them to oh, I hear a girl. Oh, you're not doing it properly. Yeah. So, EMS is not going to be doing bowel. I mean, sounds. you might as well be doing orthostatics. <laughs> oh, don't get me going. Do not get me going. Um, okay, another Blue Lion uh, drops the. There was a BG done. It was seventy-two. Um, any uh, any aspirin <laughs> or nitro was. given? No, that was a joke. Blood pressure one twenty and eighty. Yep. Respirations of eighteen. Heart rate of eighty. Right. Ah. BG is seventy-two. <laughs> Um, yeah, they do but, know. They do know Jesus is watching you when you write down sixteen for respirations, right? Oh no! Watch me, bitch! Watch me. <laughs> um, but yeah, even there's there's even questions like why wasn't aspirin nitro given? You know, on just a very least, you know, could this be cardiac in nature? Right? I've got Can nothing we, showing I mean, there's any gross hemorrhage. I've got for complaining of things that sound like cardiac issue her skin is you know kind of presenting like there's a perfusion issue hey you know what i've got aspirin here take some of that and hey oh by the way i've got systolic blood pressure to right? play with here take some of this and let's see if, if it helps if it does great if not oh well bye phil bye phil bye phil bye, Fel bye, Fel bye felicia it's all right send 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 justin yeah, he's got it all. He's got that shit. Yeah, it's he's him. he's super EMT. He's he's totally yeah. got it. Yeah, he's um, got this. 
So vital signs are are taken again. And um, blood pressure via the manual cuff. Because again, remember now, there's no paramedics. So the the BLS crew took it, right? This is going in BLS to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, Blood pressure via the manual manual cuff, 136 over 74. Uh, Heart rate of 86, strong and regular via palp. Uh, mm-hmm. Respiratory rate, 22, still non-labored. Oh, man, leave the belt off. I was going to say, if he starts undressing, like... He did. He took all the shit off, man. Somewhat. You know what You know what bothers me about the little cubicle that he does this in? And I know I'm going to be awful. Is the, the giant door. fucking camel toe door. Like, it just, it drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> That's, like, it's it's so right there. <laughs> and once you see it, you can't Thank ever you. unsee it. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even notice it until you pointed out. Now I can't stop looking at it. You're welcome. And he, and he just walked through it. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, oh, no. look at that. He's back. Hey, it's a ghost. Hey, it's a glacier ghost. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hail to the champion, baby. <laughs> um, we're not worthy. Right? So, oh, God, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. We're good. The other crew's taking it. Perfect. Sure. All right. Great. So what you, it looks it looks serious. So serious. you want to hang your poster up on that door for me, please. <laughs> hide, hide hide the badge door. <laughs> oh my oh, Jesus Christmas. You um, want that one? Sure. This, <laughs> all right. So recapping vital signs, because we're almost you done here, guys. Um, vital sign for, for Phil who missed this, uh, vital signs are retaken blood pressure via manual cuff is one, three, six over seven, four heart rate of 86. Was the blood pressure on the same arm as before? Yes. Um, heart rate of 86 strong, regular via palpation, uh, respiratory rate of 22, still non-labored SPO two of 98% on the good old room air, uh, still complaining of eight on 10 sharp, constant pain. To the left upper quadrant, just underneath that rib cage. So during transport, uh, she starts complaining of some nausea and tells EMS that she feels as though she needs to vomit. Wait, she uh, complained of nausea before and said she had vomited. How come? That was all before. What the was, fuck? That was a couple days ago that she vomited. But she was still playing nausea at the house. Correct. With no right. She. she so felt, another reason to stay. You know what we can do? We're fix that. Uh, we are finding reasons to throw this medic under the bus. I 100% agree. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Right? Fuck I agree. Em. Um, the champ says, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> we'll, we'll just. You suck. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's finish this up because we're running a little long. Um, so she, uh, she becomes nauseous. All right. Tells EMS uh-huh. that she feels the need to vomit. Um, and uh, what the fuck? She's vomiting. 
That's probably what I would say too. Sorry. I, I totally fucked up my own computer screen for a second there. Um, they, they grab her a vomit bag and, uh, about five to eight minutes later, she vomits a red blackish emesis. The EMT though is unsure whether it's actually coffee ground within the bag. Okay. Dude, it, it, unless she ate fucking like spaghetti sauce an hour ago, it's red. Agreed. Bad things. Agreed. So after this time of vomiting, she now begins to burp over and over. This causes abdominal pain to increase. Is from, this a gallbladder From thing? eight to like above 10. She also notes that her pain is no longer just in the left upper quadrant, but it feels as though it's moving across both top quadrants. Is this a gallbladder? Interesting thought process. We also have ulcers being popped in on the, uh, on the chat. Um, and she also goes on to say that the pain between her shoulder blades is still present, but it's slightly more severe than before. So, um, you guys are already kind of thinking about changes. Mm. Um, is there, is there worrisome things that are developing? You guys are about 10 minutes away from the hospital at this point in time. You got a BLS crew, the medic abandoned yep, I'm them. I'm damn sure everyone on the radio hears when I call that fucking hospital. That's right. We're coming in BLS because our medic decided he didn't want to take this call. Right. We'll be there in five. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's coming out, baby. I ain't going to fucking hold back. Hell no. Yeah. Um, I, I'm 100% with you. Right. Uh, let's, dude, I, let's. I just, I just, right I, I just want to read. Like that, I'm going to put your nuts right in the vice and squeeze. I want to I re ask the question. There's no history of anything, no surgeries, no anything. None. Okay. When's the last time she went to a doctor? doctor. Uh, couldn't tell you. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't tell you. So, M, you're sitting there again with your thinking face on. What? What's the thought process? I mean, as a BLS provider, I'm going to take the facts for what they are. Like her blood pressure went from 160 on a hundred ish to 130 on 80. Her heart went from 80 to 90. She's vomiting blood. Yeah. Shocky. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't right. like We're it. Trending downwards. Right. So right. yeah, I mean, in your BLS, so you, all you can do is treat something. You can just treat something. She's, right. She compensating. Decompensating now. Yeah, your diagnostic yeah. tool is basically your. She was nauseous. Your mark one eyeballs. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to take it for what it's worth. Agreed. So, ultimately, this crew arrives at the ER. They don't see any, you know, significant changes. She remains how she is after the vomiting. All right. They give her over to the staff. And I do have an update. A pretty significant uh, update for you guys. But before I give an update, is there any um, overall arching, uh, you know, things that you want to talk about with how this call went start to finish? The fact that she hasn't eaten or drank anything appreciably in a few days. I was thinking about this earlier, and I didn't really get around to it. But, um, yeah, yeah. 
maybe a little bit of fluid would have been nice too. I know her, it's not necessarily for blood pressure, but to kind of rehydrate the poor lady. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe so, a little something, something. She's been, she's been nauseous. She's been vomiting, mm. right? She has that loose yeah. diarrhea type stool. She's yeah. probably dehydrated, right? Probably There's another reason as to why the paramedic probably should have stuck around, or at least the yeah. EMTs be like, yo, what the, what the deuces? Yeah. You know, I, mean, I know your PlayStation's waiting for you, but, uh, you know, work. Just saying. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things like, yeah, advocate for your patients. This patient needs a lot of the, a lot of things that should have been done, you know, the cardiac yep. route, some fluids, some Zofran. There's, there's a bunch that could have been done for this lady. Different pain meds. Even trial if, nitro, whatever. Right. Even if they're like, sometimes we have to understand that we are going to bring people in and have absolutely no fucking clue what we're dealing with. And that's okay. Like we don't need that's to be the, it, right. Like we don't yeah. need to know what we're dealing with all the time. Sometimes we are have have working understanding of what the processes are in the human body to, to, to figure things out a little bit, you know? Exactly. I, I may not have a definitive diagnosis. You know, I can say, hey, okay, based on the signs and symptoms and what she's told me about the past few days, okay, I can give her some fluids. I can do this. I can do that because this is within my protocol. This is what they tell me to do. You know, I don't have to sit there the and. And that's the thing, too. Like, why aren't we treating symptoms? Like, this woman feels yeah. like shit. She looks like shit. Why aren't we making her feel better? I don't know what's going on, but I can make you feel better. Oh, Granny died from fentanyl. Great. I have morphine. Right. I have so many other options. Or, hey, like, yeah, yeah I understand that was a really tra tragic event for you, but, like, this is how I'm going to monitor you, and this is what I can do if you get too much. Yeah. Right. Like, if you feel like it's too much, I can do this. Right. Yeah, I have I have these tools for monitoring. I can right. do blood pressure. Right. Well, this is what I'm going to watch. I can, I can give you 25. I could put a thing in your nose to monitor your, your, your end title to make sure you're not, you know, under breathing or over breathing. I can fix those things, you know, right. A little I have bit other of, medicine that can counteract it in case you get too much, you know, a, you take a, care of these things. a little bit of conversation would have went a long way and a little bit of caring and investigating from the medic and thinking like, it, it, I, I think there was a rush to judgment of like, Oh, this is chronic. She's just whatever. Like her vital signs are fine. You know, She's pale, but she's not crying. So, yep, I'm going to throw up. Oh, you don't want some morphine. You don't want some fentanyl. Bed. Fine, whatever. Exactly. I'm done. They, they you know, can even handle if, this. Even if, it is, even if it is chronic, you still have to treat the patient for what the patient right. Agreed. Doing. And that's the thing. And I say that all the time to people. They're like, oh, they have these chronic illnesses. But that doesn't mean they don't have acute exacerbations. Bingo. You can still treat these things. Right. Or, hey, some poor fucker has cancer. Okay. Yeah, that's chronic. Are you You're not, not going to treat, treat their pain? Right. That's right. So, no. cruel. so cruel. It, no. 100%. So uh, the update that I have for you guys is kind of wild in that it opens up a whole door of conversation with this she patient. Her toe, that was it. What was that? No. She stubbed her toe and that was all that was wrong with her. UTI. There you go. <laughs> um, the... Uh, so the hospital goes and evaluates her um, and initially believes that she's got a case of gastritis and that's what's causing this pain. That wouldn't explain the stuff coming up. Agreed. So 
remember gastritis is inflammation of the lining of the stomach, right? The stomach wall mm-hmm. itself. Right. So they think, okay, well, this would explain the pain. It would explain some of those other types of symptoms, but it wouldn't explain the, you know, GI bleed type, you know, symptoms. You know what else it wouldn't explain? Why her skin went to pale and diaphoresis, correct? Yep. Well, she wasn't, she was never diaphoretic. She was just pale. I'm sorry. Pale, pale. Right. So, but, and she's not emo, so. But even still, We're it doesn't even... explain why she's pale either, correct? Right. So they put together a blood panel, and it comes back with a significantly high white blood cell count. So they go and investigate a little bit deeper. And they find through a lot more thorough history taking that she had recently come back from living six months abroad with her church group. Oh, boy. She only returned a few weeks ago, and this week she was staying with her mother just to visit because she hasn't seen her in six months. Gerard, why why are you, like, Turk's going to drop the ball and I'm going to hate myself for it? What? Go ahead. What? Malaria. Malaria. That's a good one, right? Um. That's due, what I was going with. Due to the this feverish feeling, due to this yep. due change to this, in skin color, right? Due to this new information, the doctors test a little deeper, and they find that she's contracted H. pylori. Oh, <laughs> Justin should have been here. Right? That is not as exciting as I was hoping for. Nope. Yeah, no. No, I was going to say isn't. Justin should have been here because uh, that, that was that's his shit, man. That is no pun intended. His... <laughs> <laughs> It, oh, like, like, just say those words to him. If, if he gets back while we're still on, just say, hey, Justin, tell me about H. pylori. And then just sit down, crack open a good book, you know, get your pipe going and just. And just get listen, listen, absorb that. You'll be there for a while. Exactly. Right. So yeah. she's ultimately going to be. It's like, it's like some other medic we know with rhabdo. 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 <laughs> So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she's she's ultimately going to be treated with multiple different types of antibiotics, and eventually makes it home. So i I thought that this one was really interesting because, like, there's a lot of people out there that have never heard of H. pylori. And like I said, I only heard of it from him, and I only know some of the signs and symptoms. I really don't understand it completely. Well, and it that's that's why I thought this one was really good because once I deep dived into it, I was I found out a bunch of stuff that even I was unaware of. So, um, but even when you think about H. pylori and you think about it in pre-hospital medicine, you treat the symptoms. There's nothing that you can do as a pre-hospital provider that's going to. Fix H. pylori. Correct. Right. Exactly. Right. So you all still we treat do the is symptoms. fluid management and and uh, treat with Zofran. Treat with Zofran. Yeah. Pain management. Yeah. Like you treat the symptoms, and we right. failed at that on this call. One hundred percent. We didn't do shit. We didn't do shit for it. Right. The only one who shit was the patient. Yep. Agreed. So, yeah. um, I I'm going to probably butcher this because I I that's what I do. 
Um, H. Pylori is short for um, heel. Is it Helobacter? Helobacter. Okay, that's what I was gonna. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Helobacter yeah. pylori, pylori bacteria. Um, Goddamn Germans got nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, a majority of patients with H. Pylori never get sick or show symptoms. However, those that do actually show symptoms, uh, those symptoms will mimic gastritis or ulcers. Hmm. So you get abdominal pain, you get nausea, vomiting, including the coffee ground emesis, um, loss of appetite. You get burping and diarrhea. You get bloating and weight gain. You could get black tarry stools and other, you know, symptoms of GI bleed lower and Mm -hmm. upper. Um, and what I thought was kind of crazy and uh, this just different, um, worsened abdominal pain on an empty stomach. So remember she said she had soup the other day and her pain subsided and then she didn't eat and her pain increased. Right. Hmm. So that's something that's unique to H pylori that doesn't happen in other things. So I was like, that's really interesting, hmm. right? So um, ultimately, damage is done to the lining of the stomach um, and the initial part of the small intestine, a.k.a. the duodenum, right? Um, duodenum, yeah. The, yeah, the duodenum. Um, yeah. Th- this is something that half of this I never knew, which is kind of cool. We all learn something, right? Um if left untreated, H. pylori can turn into chronic gastritis. That I knew. What I didn't know is it also can cause stomach cancer. Yeah. No shit. That I never knew. So I was like. Too much of a good thing is bad. Right? Um, H. pylori <clears throat> is highly. And this is, this is what. This is why they were thinking about this when they got that backstory. Right? So it really shows you how important questioning is H pylori is highly prevalent in third world countries with unclean food prep and water sources or poor cleanliness and sanitation standards. So if so she it's had... funny. go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say it, it, it's, it's funny, you know, you bring that up because um, I was just listening to something the other day and uh, dude was talking about, and he kind of reminded me of something. He's like, you know, how fortunate we are. He says, you know, and it's something you know. I, I never really thought about. I mean, it's something you think about at the time, but not you know on a day to day basis. If you've been overseas and you've been to other countries, and you know, like how fortunate we are that you can literally at damn near almost any place in this country walk over to a faucet, fill a glass of water, and drink it, right, and not get violently ill, right, not be like I'm going to die from this. Great, right. And this is the and, and, and here's the shocker. Most of the rest of the world is not like that. Agreed. Yeah. The majority of the world, you will become violently ill right. if you drink the water. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it like E. coli is the number one? Like, so C. diff is naturally found in your body. Like, if it gets too extreme, then you have an issue. E. coli is the second most toxic bacteria when it comes to like GI stuff, and H. pylori right. is the third. Yeah. Like, those are the three ones that you think of when you're when you're talking about like GI bugs or like those bacteria that are causing GI symptoms, it's C. diff, E. coli, H. pylori. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and no, it, the the last thing that why it's so prevalent is H. pylori spreads so easy, right? Direct contact, person to person, saliva, stool, vomit, right? The like but isn't part of that because it lives forever on it, like multiple different yes it lives surfaces it lives a yeah. long time and what's really and this will this will make you everyone want to go and like freaking like brush your teeth sanitize right it lives in the plaque on your teeth uh-huh. so like if you kiss your significant other or you know Phil has an oral moment with the you know vaginal door. They can, you can spread H. pylori. Wow. Wild. Right? Poor Phil. And it lasts forever. And it they lasts forever. They say like a bacteria that comes out in, in its unnatural environment will die soon, but H. pylori lives forever. Yeah. So it's, wow. I, I thought like, even though we don't ever hear about H. pylori, like it's not in your textbook. We don't learn about it in infectious disease and shit like that, or you're, you know, abdominal GI mm. chapters. I thought this one was like a good abdominal call for yeah. a lot of reasons, right? The cause, yeah. the symptoms, but also like the operations of it, you know? Yeah. So it, it kind of hit a bunch of talking points. And, and it really kind of surprised me. I, I'm, so was this pre or during or post COVID? Uh, this, this is post COVID. So, we should already be asking people, or at least be used to asking people, so you've been out of the country recently. Yeah. Especially with weird shit that, that's not ringing any but bells. Right. I mean, like, for this patient, they were out of the country, but H. pylori is, is still prevalent, prevalent here. Yeah, that's true. Like Turk said, like, it's in the plaque of your teeth. I mean, that's one of the things, when you, when you send the cultures out for, like, GI stuff, that's one mm-hmm. of the most common things that you test for. Because mm-hmm. it is prevalent here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, that being said, I mean, it, it, it may have also been one of those things where, hey, I'm not I'm not getting, my, you know, nothing's ringing a bell here. This is all looking funky. You know, I don't quite understand. You know, yeah, if I knew that, hey, maybe she just got back from a trip overseas. Now, I may not know what it is, but I might go, huh, maybe we should I wonder. like take some precautions and maybe, you know, this might be something, something that needs to go someplace a little little more than the, the community hospital. But that brings it up, too, is like, okay, so I truly have no idea what's going on. Like, I wouldn't have come up with H. pylori for that. I would never. I'm still Me treating either. symptoms, though. Yeah, At the end I, of the I, day, if I, I have no clue, yeah, if I have no clue what's going on, I'm still going to treat that pain, that nausea, and that fluid loss. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, uh, again, that's a big thing of why I brought this up, because there was there was such a lack of doing that you know, that it was just like, yep, we're done. We're done here. Whatever. Cool. And let me guess, he still has his job. Of course. Her, of course. Well, well, of course, because the patient didn't have a negative outcome. Right. They still survive. And that's the thing, like, these patients, they're not going to die from not getting treated. Right. Not, you know, in the 40 minutes it takes to get to the hospital, but I still could have made a difference in that. Right. Yeah, this goes back to that thing we talked about, about uh, about how we measure ourselves, and not just with our junk you know but like actually i know i'm bad and there's courses that they make you take for me <laughs> not but, on this show <laughs> but 
I gotta stop doing this. Um, I'm giving false advertising. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, no, I mean, you know, our our, our metrics are. Oh, hey, I got a code, a code save, fucking intubation, you know, fucking some other big shit, you know, and it's like, okay, what do you fucking do? How often you do that? How often you get your code save? You know, okay, I ain't got one. shit, but you know what? Yeah. How about how many times did you turf a call that you shouldn't have? Motherfucker. Right. Yeah. You know, call them out when they fuck you, up. Yeah. How many times did you do that? And you should have wrote that in, you know, why don't we keep track of that? Right. Yeah. You and how I talk about Oh, no, it'll show how terrible the well. industry is. Yeah, how many, that's yeah, what it'll do. Yeah. You know, I talked about that one night, G. About like how many times have you, how many times you took the diff breather in and treated the diff breather? Right. How many times you walked it, you know, done this, yeah, put on this call that, you know, you talked about that one night. Yeah, yeah, because it was the one that you're doing. You did some call, I forget what the hell it was, and I was, or 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 you were feeling down about something. I forget what the hell it was, and I was like, dude, just think about it, man. How many times do you, you know. How many people have you, like, I can count how many codes I've done, and I can count, you know, how many intubations and all that stuff. I can, you know, I can, if I sat and figured it out, I can figure it out. I can't fucking count how many fucking people I've gotten where they're fucking dying. And by the time we get to the hospital, they're fucking 02, with you. 120 over 80 blood pressure, and they're fucking waving to the dot. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many of those are, there are. How many people out there are alive today because of me right. and my partner, you know? Or you, or you, or you, you yeah. know. But or that's what else. kills me is, is everybody wants to gauge like, oh, well, I had this save and I had this reversal. I'm like, so? How many, right. A, how many of them walked out of the hospital and had a successful life after? But B, well, that's not what I want to do. No, it's 100% the fact, right? We, we look at the hero metrics right? because, oh, you know, and, and it's, and it's so skewed. I like, I'm going to end it here, but like you think about it, like it's so skewed because we sit there and we go, Oh, well, great. I, I had three intubations this month. Okay, great. What's your success rate? 64%. But I had three intubations on the third try hey, each. It's what you, you had three intubations and they were both all, they were all successful. hundred percent. What do you fucking do? Great. Hey. How many people did you fucking get who were COPD exacerbations or CHF? Flash pulmonary edema, and you fucking got there in time, and you fucking got into the hospital, and then they were fucking satting ninety eight percent on room air when you walked through the door. Right? How many of those did you do? Right? Because that's what actually fucking matters. Nobody thinks about that though. They will come in, they'll drop a patient off. They tell me, oh, they were fifty six percent on room air, and now they're here. They're joking with us, like all is great. I'm like, wow, guys, you did a great job. They go out, they don't think about it again because that doesn't mean anything to them. Right. They don't care about that, right? Oh, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything to the to the young guys that are just got their card, but you know, to the guys that've been doing this for you know twenty plus years, you know what I mean? Those are the ones that were like, "Holy shit, I actually did something for that patient," you know? Well, even for me, I mean, you know, I've been yeah. doing this twenty fucking years, but you know, I got over that whole, you know, big fucking you know play mo- moment type of fucking mentality to just. You know, hey, you know what? This was kind of cool. You know, like I always think about the, you know, one of the last ones I did there, where, you know, where y'all, you know, first got the, the the push dose nitro, and I was the first one to use it. And you know, that dude, man, he was fucking dying. He was he was dead man walking. That motherfucker was dead. He just ain't. He just didn't lay down yet. And if he did, he definitely would have flashed even worse. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, and like we wheeled him through the door, and he was sitting up talking, had his little cannula going, everything was great, and, you know. Yeah, he was he was doing all right. So, yeah, yeah that one, that one that one always sticks out in my head. It's like, cause that dude should have been dead, but me and your husband uh, did something about it. Yeah. In fact, that was when I yelled, I yelled on the highway and told him, "Hey, pull the fuck over, get back here, and help me throw this motherfucker on the bench," because he kept sliding down the cot and cutting his airway off. And I'm like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, boom, strapped him in. Hold that. Hey, how does that feel? Much better. Good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, yeah. guys. Um, stick with us here. Uh, we're going to go to uh, to end of tour here in uh, in a f- like five or six minutes. But uh, thank you again for joining us on the, uh, the podcast end of things. Uh, we will see you uh, later on in the month. I forget. Let's see. What is the date of the next uh, little thingamajig we do here? Oh, it'll be the 16th. Oh my God. We're doing, we're going to do the first time ever. We're going to do three podcasts in the month of June. And we have to do some Patreons. And we got to do some Patreons, but uh, the Phil foundation, the champ is going to, is working on the next uh, couple Patreon episodes. So, uh, till next time, guys. Thank you very much. Again, get your fucking cronuts. Get your cronuts. Get your damn fucking cronuts. Get your merch, right? And uh, the cronut is right here. What? What? The maker of the cronut is fixing her hair. There you go. Miss cronut. Miss cronut. Love it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Till next right. time. Stay safe. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right. Hey, you can. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more information on the podcast or to send us a call review, please visit medicmaterials.com slash podcast. To learn more about earning continuing education credit from listening to this episode or others, check out medicmaterialscmeacademy.thinkific.com. We appreciate your continued dedication towards EMS education and helping us advance the field. See you next time.